Hello, and thanks for joining us on our podcast. This podcast is presented to you by St. Matthew's Roman Catholic Church in the beautiful village of Voorheesville, New York. Each week, we'll let you listen to the Sunday Gospel reading and the homily. We hope that this podcast allows you to stay connected to St. Matthew's when you're not able to worship in person. If you want to join us in person, we worship at 5 p.m. on Saturday evenings and 9.30 in the morning on Sundays. We hope to see you soon. God bless. My sisters and brothers, may the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus spoke to the crowds about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who were needed to be cured. As the day was coming to a close, the twelve approached him and said, Dismiss the crowd, so that they can go to the surrounding villages and farms and find lodging and provisions, for we are in a deserted place here. He said to them, Give them some food yourselves. They replied, Five loaves and two fish are all we have, unless we ourselves go and buy food for all these people. Now the men there numbered about 5,000. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about 50. They did so, and made them all sit down. Then taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing over them, broke them, and gave them to the disciples who sat before the crowd. They all ate and were satisfied. And when the leftover fragments were picked up, they filled twelve wicker baskets. The Gospel of our Lord. Often the church establishes and sets before us, the people, a feast. And it often seems to me they do so for multiple reasons, usually not just one, but a few reasons. On the one hand, the church may be reminding us of a teaching of our faith, a teaching of the church, an aspect, an important point in our beliefs. And on the other hand, they may be giving us a reminder as to how we might be living how we should be dealing with and treating 
one another. Today, the church celebrates the universal church and our local faith community here, the solemnity of the most holy body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this feast, as I've just suggested, is one of those occasions in which the church has a number of points, ideas, to be made. On the one hand, as I said, a feast often speaks to us of an aspect of our faith, a part of our belief, and this one certainly does just that. It reminds us of the Holy Eucharist. The second reading today, the New Testament passage, reminded us of the events on that Thursday before Jesus suffered and died, his Last Supper. That time when he gathered with his closest disciples, that time during which he instituted the Eucharist. Take this, my body. Take this, my blood. He gave it to his disciples as he continues to do in giving us the same today. We in our Catholic belief, we don't simply believe that the bread and wine become the body and blood of the Lord Jesus. I would prefer that we say, we know that it becomes the body and blood of the Lord Jesus. Not merely a reminder, certainly far more than symbolic, a representation, a remembrance. No, our Catholic faith affirms the bread and wine become, in fact, in reality, the body and blood of the Lord Jesus. Jesus did not give us the Eucharist simply to recall, to remember those events of 2,000 years back. He gave us, he gives us the Eucharist, his body and blood, today, to nourish us, to strengthen us, to build us up, to enable us to live as the people he calls us to be. That's what we celebrate today. That is what the church reminds us of first and foremost, the Holy Eucharist, Holy Communion. In reality, the body and blood of the Lord Jesus, far more than symbolic, far more than simply recalling something. It's an ongoing event. Yes, an ongoing mystery. We don't fully understand. We can't adequately explain it. But it is a core element of our faith. The bread and wine 
becoming, in fact, the body and blood of Jesus Christ, given to us to nourish us, to strengthen us, to build us up, to enable us to be and to live as the people he calls us to be. Now, the second aspect, I think, of this great feast of the most holy body and blood of our Lord Jesus might be heard in the gospel message we just listened to as given us by St. Luke. Jesus feeding the thousands of people that had gathered around him. We hear the number 5,000. Note that the passage said, the men numbered 5,000. How many women were there? How many youngsters were there? That 5,000 was probably more like 15, 20,000 people gathered. Whatever way you look at it, it was a huge crowd. They had five loaves and two fish. You can imagine how far that would go in feeding thousands of people. Obviously, not very far at all. And yet, Jesus, having taken those few fish, those few loaves, praying over them, blessing them, giving them back to his disciples, went on to feed those thousands of people with 12, 12 baskets of leftovers. Truly miraculous. I think in that passage, what I always find so powerful is Jesus asked his disciples, what do you have that I can use? What do you have that can feed all these people? Five loaves, two fish. He took their gifts. He took what they had and used their gifts, used what they had, having blessed it so as to feed the huge number of people. He didn't simply make it appear out of nowhere. He took what they had and used it. That might be the reminder in that particular passage. Jesus uses what you have, what I have, your gifts and mine, to feed his people here today. Yes, it may be physically feeding people who are hungry, starving, without adequate food or nourishment. But we feed one another in so many other ways. Yes, literally sometimes giving food, but figuratively in all of those other ways we are called to help one another, especially the less fortunate, feeding one another feeding those in our community that need to be fed, be that food or drink, be that encouragement or assistance, be that in a material way or some other way. We feed one another, especially those in need. But we can do that only because Jesus feeds us. And that is the other reminder I think, in this feast of the body and blood of the Lord Jesus. First and foremost, with the Eucharist, with Holy Communion, but in so many other ways. He feeds us. He feeds you. He feeds me. 
He nourishes us. He strengthens us. He builds us up. And because of that, we have the strength, the will to feed, to nourish, to help one another. In a sense, in the receiving of the most holy Eucharist, the body and blood of the Lord Jesus, we come in a very unique and powerful way to share in his life, his life becoming one within us. And that's what gives us the strength. That's what nourishes us. That's what gives us the ability to feed one another. Fed by the Lord Jesus, we in turn can feed one another. That, I think, is the message, or I should say, are the messages of this great feast. The reality of that bread and wine becoming, in fact, the body and blood of our Lord Jesus. What a tremendous gift given and still given to this day. And being fed, nourished by the Holy Eucharist, we become one with Jesus. His life dwells within us. And we have the nourishment we need to feed, to nourish, to strengthen, to build up, to lift up one another. By ourselves, I think, we cannot do it. But with the Lord Jesus given to us in the Holy Eucharist, with the Lord Jesus feeding us with his body and blood, with the Lord Jesus truly becoming one within us, we can feed one another. We can nourish, strengthen, and build up one another. We can face and tackle the many challenges that come before us, not alone, but being fed by the Lord Jesus, his body and blood, nourishing and building 